There's only one place you can get all your anime news, anime info, and have a fun anime conversation. This program is brought to you by Black and Studios Anime Network. A little bit of anime is up next. Oh no, I don't know what to do. Sitting here working on the yard and I need something to listen to. It's gotta be a little bit of anime. Let's press the play and listen right now. Last time on this fabulous a little bit of anime. It means extra in Japanese. Anime extra. Guys, okay. I love uh, that. It's yeah. so omake. Omake. I mean, <laughs> You're just so omake. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we're back. And as you can hear, that lovely music means that we're here for Anime Watch Watch. That lovely music you can hear right now. And now it's time what you've been waiting for. It's time for the illustrious A Little Bit of Anime, Anime Watch Swap. Anime Watch Swap. Oh, synchronicity. <laughs> okay, so we had two shows. Yep. What you guys are hearing now is the intro, and it's a long intro, but this is Goblin Slayer. I gave this to you, and we actually watched... We like, watched some of it. Like eight, nine minutes of the first episode with Josh Kane. Yes. What did you think? Because the fourth episode just came out now, so you only had two, three episodes that you watched? I only watched three. Okay, so what did you think of those first three? Well, wow, on the first one, that was uh, shocking. I had to take a, like a break before I was brave enough. Find out what happens this time on A Little Bit of Anime. Welcome back today. <laughs> My mic was not yet on. Yes, neither was mine. Like, it's it's one of those audio engineering deals. When you're a, an audio god, sometimes you have to lesser yourself. Yeah, well, yeah, push a button. Or two. Uh, yeah, but uh, we're back today. And we are back today. What's your it's name? the afternoon. I'm Monica Robinson, and I'm here with my co-host. You may have heard of him before. That's the music. Whenever my name is said, it just plays Sailor Moon Crystal. It does. It does. <laughs> but, this is Elijah Bailey. Yes, Elijah Bailey or Elijah 5000. And we have the vivacious vixen of voice acting. She, she wants to leave out our title today. But if you're watching live on Twitch, there is a man uh, that's watching us, the watching myth, over us. That legend. is... It is Jesus. He has finally appeared, <laughs> <laughs> appeared on the podcast to uh, talk anime. No, we have... The phenomenal, like, oh, Aaron, how many books is it? Uh, I've written six. I'm actually currently writing my seventh. Okay. See, I thought the seventh was done and you were, like, on the eighth. Like, you keep writing. I'm, like, I'm always writing something, but, like, as, as the seventh book I've been focusing on, I actually finally gave myself a deadline for this one, so I'm going to be finished with it. This is one I'm, I'm taking a lot of time on it. Uh-huh. Uh, so... It, it's it's gonna be it's, it's a good one I, i've been reading and editing and writing in for like a couple months now it's it's gonna be great nice see seven books in the process <laughs> of finishing his seventh book he's a doctor and i, I like to call him dr love because a lot of the Thank re- you. yes a lot of the relationship uh uh advice and posts that you make not only are they hilarious but it's like man there's a lot of truth uh, I can't remember. Uh, there was one I just saw, and I made a a, uh, a uh, relation to it while I was at work. I was like, "Man, people are just like walking around through life like it's Walmart, looking for like the perfect item, but it's not here." And then they get mad no, when it's, it's not per- there. Right? I know exactly which one you're talking about. Uh, I posted up. I like just make sure the picture that you have is like what you get make sure that the picture you have in your head is actually re- realistic and what you're looking for because some people have this vision in their mind about what relationships should be but what they have is not that and they're never going to be happy with it until they like reconcile with that but like, you know what what i have may not be what i've ideally wanted but what i have is still pretty awesome yeah. you know so let me just be cool with what i got instead of wishing that i had something else you know yeah because I'm, I'm starting to see people walk through life and they're like swiping like what are you swiping like i don't want this car yeah. swipe, swipe left <laughs> swipe right like come on man but this is dr aaron powell he has been on the elijah bailey show superpower movie yes. podcast before um and now he's on a little bit of anime and we're talking yeah. something I, I feel like i want to f- 
feel like I can take credit and say I turned you on to my hero. I was I was gonna say that I was gonna start <laughs> off by telling you thank you because a year ago when we were talking about Dragon Ball Super, you did bring up you asked me have I watched um, My Hero Academia, and I think it was probably at the end of season one, maybe the beginning of season two at that mm-hmm. time, and I hadn't watched it. I had I hadn't watched it like I I heard of it. I've seen people like talking about it and all that stuff. And I just never had the time to get into it. And then like I started seeing more and more cosplay of it because I'm also mm. in the cosplay community. I see more and more cosplay of it. And I'm like, wow, this stuff, it looks really cool. Yeah. And then when you told me about what it was and stuff, because I was really into One Punch Man at the time, too. And you were like, it's kind of in that same vein. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then I just finally just sat down and I watched it. I watched the uh, the subs first. I watched the subs yeah. completely. Then I found out that it was already translated in English. And I was like, and then once I finished the subs, I watched it in English. And it was like watching a bonus show. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, sweet. Dude. And it became like, it, it very quickly became one of my favorite things to watch. Because it, it's the first anime. And I've been watching anime since I was a kid. This is the first anime that actually got me into reading manga. Mm. Like because I wanted more from it, you know? You like Dragon Ball Z didn't Dragon Ball Z didn't do that. And they have manga like like crazy. For days, you yeah. know, <laughs> One Shell, Punch Man Shell. too. But like my my hero was like I was like, all right, I need to keep because this story's still going. I need to see what else is happening and I cannot wait uh another six, seven months for that to go on. Exactly. So Man, so yes, that was that was all you. Thank you, Thank, man. <laughs> Elijah you know, likes taking that credit. I do because I feel like yeah. you changed my life when I met Aaron, and it was online first, and then went out to Cali. Yeah. we tried to we tried to piece up to go work out because we went. Me and uh, Ify went to the Mecca and ran into yeah. Arnold and ran into everybody out there. Um, and I was only out there for a week, but there's so much. There's a wealth of knowledge that Aaron has to offer on anything that he's involved in. Um, from telling us, talking about your uh, cancer story to talking about, you know, getting your doctorate to your books to talking about just sitting down and talking about cosplay and anime. There's so much knowledge here. It's like we got to have this guy back on the show um, to just spread some some knowledge. Plus, I really want to know how you felt. But when you told me you was cosplaying as uh, All Might, I was like, oh, he he's in love with this show. And yeah, All Might became like one of my favorite characters quickly. Well. Two reasons, because uh, Christopher Sabat voices him mm. in the English version, yeah. and he also voices Vegeta and Piccolo, mm. Piccolo mm. being one of my favorite Dragon Ball Z characters of all time. And you can totally hear it. I was like, because like the first couple episodes, I was watching it before the credits, so I was like, why does he sound like Piccolo, you know? Yeah. So like, I'm hearing the voice, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then uh, on a personal like level, how I can relate to All Might is... He's this really big, strong guy, but deep down on the inside, he's just another skinny dude like me. Yeah, there you we know? go. Your favorite skinny man. There we go, dude. Yeah. So, so I was like, oh, okay. And he's and and all. I, can, can I curse? Yeah, because what we do is we bleep it with anime noises and see if people can uh, figure out what they uh, are. So yeah, you're good. Okay. Got yeah, but like it, all my is hilarious. <laughs> he's he's just absolutely hilarious. Just like how over the top he is when he's in his hero form and like how serious he is when he's skinny. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's it's that that's dual personality almost. And not to to get on just a comic rant, but we talked about this this morning with Spider Man, like Peter the people the reason why people don't associate Peter Parker with Spider Man is because he is that shy very compassionate guy and when he's spider-man he's got quips he's doing what he has to do no matter what the sacrifice is to himself to save everybody but his personality switches with that costume and that's kind of all might has to despite his and we hear it in the show his fear his anxiety whatever it it is exactly all that he's hiding it behind his smile and stuff it's Mm. just like how spider-man has to make jokes at everything because he's he's afraid yeah you know hey man i feel like uh uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to take this from my wife because she says she's the uh, real life version of a racer head. Just wants to sleep, have a sleeping bag with you all the time. I, I, I find something in every character and, and uh, my hero has such a huge cast. Like I can relate to each and every character on some minute level. And like with Eraserhead, always wanting to go to sleep and just being totally indifferent and completely rational about everything. Mm-hmm. 
I, I feel that on a lot of different levels. Like when they were choosing the class rep in like <laughs> episode like four or five, he's like, I don't care. Just as long as I finish this before my nap is done. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the perfect teacher. <laughs> but yeah, he, he is. And he loves his class. That's the thing. He, he actually does pay attention to the class. And the reason why he hasn't expelled anybody is because he sees the potential in all 20 of his students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter how, how <laughs> how crazy or quirky they are as a character or how somebody can't see how their quirk can be used. He's like, dude, we have all the we have research development, we have support right. sidekicks, you have main heroes. There's there's some there's a place for you, but at the same time, uh this is some real sh- like you could die in no matter what position right. you're in, so I need to prepare you for it. Just like I did with Monica when we were training. Yes. yes. Yeah, just say just it's like this is how you take a punch. Yep. You take yeah. fifty, right. and then you can take one easy. There we go. Yeah. Throw if away you the can rape take fifty whistle. punches. Because <laughs> you can exactly. take one punch. I want you to you clean can take the beat. fifty. You could take that one big one at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <laughs> you, not only did I get you turned on to my hero, I got Monica turned on to it. And who it, got her husband turned yeah. on to it? And this was, and it's funny because people put this in a slot of an anime that you either love or hate. I love yeah. it, and this was a show that I was watching, and I was like re- ready to go into season three. And my wife's like, "Well, what are you watching?" And then she saw the first episode and got pulled in too. And I think it says something about the storytelling that relates on both an eastern and western level to people right. that are watching, but it's got a lot of depth to it. Where you, like you said, you can relate to each one of those characters. It's got a lot of heart to it, and like the 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 main the main story of it is not like heroes versus villains or anything. It's a lot about like growing up, honestly, because everybody can like look at something into it. Because I, I got my girlfriend into it, and she does not watch anime like like I do. Like she watches it when I watch it, but like it's like if she's by herself, she yeah. won't watch it. You know what I mean? So, but I got her into it, and it's now like. She knows character names and stuff. She she we wa- we went to go see the movie um, Two Heroes, mm-hmm. and there were parts of the movie where I'm clearly way into it. Then I look over to her, and she's way into it mm-hmm. too. You know, so it's 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 one of those things where um, I don't I don't know I, don't, I I can't explain it like how I got into it because I I just latched on mm-hmm. to it because like. It, and, and it's not and it's not because of like Deku and he, Deku's not even one of my favorite characters honestly he's mm-hmm. if, if on a list on a list he's he's closer to like the middle okay you know because he kind of he kind of has to be because the, the story focuses on him yeah. but I can I can watch this and see myself at different parts parts of life see myself now see myself like possibly in the future or whatever but it, it's 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 good. I don't know why people say you either like it or hate it. People who probably hate it hate it because so many people like it. You know, you get mm-hmm. those anime elitists who find something that's popular. Like if 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 you come across an anime elitist like Elijah, you and I, we love Dragon Ball. Yeah, you know, we're part of a Dragon Ball group on Twitter. You know? Yes, we are. So. So, so when we mention that, and you get around the wrong anime elitist, they're like, "Oh, you only like that because it's popular." Well, <laughs> yeah, <me>. okay, <laughs> but <laughs> like it it's wasn't... also really good. You know, yeah. it's based on an old Chinese book, and it's translated into so many different languages. And it might Goku's be popular. Balloon at the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah, that's like if it oh, wasn't that's awesome. Yeah, like if it was as overrated as everybody says, then you know. Brazil streamed like not even the very last episode of Super, but the second to last episode, and I, I don't right. know, eighty thousand, like a hundred thousand people were out there in the streets watching it on like a Titan Tron. It's like it wouldn't be exactly. that popular. Some things are popular for a reason. Exactly because they're good. Yep. Yeah, it's because they're good, and it's like some someone can find something in it that they enjoy. You know, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball brings people together. I remember I was in Mexico some years ago, and I had King Kai symbol on my chest. I don't speak Spanish. You know, but everybody was like, "Oh, King Kai, Dragon Ball." I'm like, "Oh yeah, these are my people." You yeah. know, yeah, yep. I can find them because it's funny. I was talking to one of my older friends about. It, and I was like, the the way that people latch on to like different things, whether it's material, whether it's for religion, there's there's someone there out 
out there for you to, to, to communicate and bond with that has like similar ideas. It's not going to be the same because everybody has like different experiences. But when you find that person or you find those people, it, it gives you a sense of, I don't even know, like, uh, hush down longing like you're longing to talk to these people and figure out mm-hmm. like man i want to talk to somebody about this arc but people hate this arc like hey i like this entire series so let's go ahead let's talk for two three hours about what's going exactly. on exactly into a complete stranger in most cases you yeah. know i wonder I, there there's so many people that have and I'm, I'm loving mike daniels coming out and being like man i love anime and then you have all these nfl players and nba players like now coming out like i love anime that's why i watch my downtime and then right people that wouldn't get into anime might get into anime because their favorite athlete or like oh we have something else in common and then that sparks sparks a new conversation yeah because i'm not just a sports player i'm a i'm a full person so i like horror movies i like um right plinko from (laughs) from the prices right there's there's a lot of stuff i like like. pistachio flavored oreos or something stuff like that you know it's just like and like I think I latched on to My Hero Academia because it to me it's gonna sound weird and somebody else might find this too. It's a mix between two shows that I enjoy a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a mix between uh, One Punch Man mm-hmm. and The Venture Brothers. Oh, dude, you don't. <laughs> want... That's yes. pretty perfect. Like, yes, yes. Think about think about it. Like those, all three of those shows take being a superhero and a supervillain and make it a profession. And yep. they kind of explain how that works within it. Yep. So I, I think I think what it is, I like shows where they take superheroes, mix it with some realism and just say, hey, you know what? You can actually get a job as this and mm-hmm. get paid to do it. And you're assigned a certain area to superhero, you know? Yeah, that's funny. I put out a tweet. I said, I think my coworkers are secretly arching me and the guild, yeah. the, the guild is, is pissed right now. Just like they were with the monarch, uh, right? But before we get even more into the description of my hero academia or Boku no Hero Academia, however you guys want to say it, um, tell us more about your podcast because we haven't we only touched on it like briefly at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my podcast, Aaron Explains the Universe. I just came back, starting a new season of it. I took a long break. The like, uh, I just released an episode earlier this week. Before that, the last one I released was back in August. Uh, Aaron Explains the Universe has, it started off as one thing and then it just turned into something (laughs) completely different. It started off just as me just talking, just being funny and like talking about like, it was an extension of my uh, stand-up comedy career. Mm -hmm. And then I would like just give out some dating advice toward the end of it. Now it's more of a, I I talk social issues, I talk relationships, I talk, um, a lot about politics and what you should really look into. Like this last episode that I released is a very deep episode. I call it the Tina Turner episode because it starts out nice and easy. Mm-hmm. And it real rough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I make that reference so many times and it is so true because the yeah. elections had just passed. Everybody was just, you know, it's everybody who's telling you to vote. Shut oh, yeah. up on Wednesday last oh, yeah. week. Nobody mm-hmm. said a word from it. It's like it, it's this phenomenon that we have in this country where we get all on board for one thing, and then when it passes, nobody says anything else oh, about yeah. it. Yeah. And true. I basically was just telling people, particularly uh, black people, um, black Americans, how to vote. Mm-hmm. Because there's no problem with voting. It's just you know, and this this is real deep for an anime show right now. I know, but <laughs> I, I was I'm, I'm telling people like it's it's important to vote. Yes, however, you have to make sure that the candidate who wants your vote does something for you on the back end. This is one yeah. of those situations where you can do something for someone for something in return and yeah. not feel bad about it. You know. Because yeah. if they're going to represent you, they need to represent your interests. Black people in America, we have very specific interests that get ignored yeah. across the board. You know, they use code words like minorities. That well, you know what? Black people aren't the only minority in this country. They say things like criminal reform. All black people aren't criminals. Yeah. So we have specific needs mm-hmm. that need to be addressed that no one addresses. And I vote based on that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. As well, you should. We had uh, one of my coworkers. She's young, and she's like, "Man, 
this is stupid. I voted, and basically who she voted for didn't get picked. She was like, I ain't voting again. And this was her first time voting. That's not yeah, that's works. not that's yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. You gonna win some, you gonna lose some. Like I, I've been voting for. I'm almost thirty five. I've been voting for a while. I, I mm-hmm. sat through two Bush elections, so you know it's it happens. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you lose a lot more than you win. Yeah, you gotta lose a lot more than you win, and that's that's actually a good uh, way to describe Black history in America. You're gonna lose more than you're gonna win. Yeah. That's pretty much, you know, if you if you're a person of color in this country, you're gonna lose more than you're gonna win. The yeah. thing is, you got to get out there and you got to know when to fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's and true. that's a good tie-in to my hero too, because there are episodes mm. where they lose more than they win, but they still get out there and they know how and when to fight. Yeah, because it's it's. The one thing that that end of season one. Oh, you haven't got to season three yet. No, but I haven't. I, I was watching. You haven't got. Like, oh, season three, three is crazy. Just, oh, well, I was sitting it there. I was like, how? All crazy. How many times can they just get surprise attack? Now, come on, now, and yeah. you have so many smart superheroes there. But it's like the way that the villains do it would be like there's people that aren't going to be in that kind of cultist super villain like i don't need a group i'm gonna i'm gonna lead this or i just need to be by myself right. and then you find exactly. out the stories behind those villains like uh oh, what is his name he's like the deadpool in the show um um like uh, is it double uh i need to find his name because he he cracks me up what but, does he look like uh he has a black and gray suit and it, it's like mask and everything kind of like deadpool he can duplicate oh, twice. twice twice there we go he's got like a it, it seems like a personality issue, mm-hmm. but once you he find has multiple out, personalities mm. and like, well, two, he has two distinct personalities yeah. and his powers go beyond that too. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's hilarious. Cause he's like, what is that disgusting smell? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it was back and forth, back and <laughs> forth. And that's a way that my hero makes their uh, show fun for people to watch because like, Oh, that's like Deadpool. And then you start, like man, that really is like Deadpool, but this is different from Deadpool because he would never oh, yeah. do this or do that. Or they have like kind of right. like we were doing that like the very beginning. It's like so we were watching the tuning exams, mm-hmm. and then like Zuko was all yeah. pissed, and so and you can make you all just these like bring in all these all references these from other characters. Exactly. Right. So it's like this and, like, I, for, I forget his I forget his name, but uh, the guy who can shoot tape out of his elbows, yeah, cellophane. Yeah. He's he's <laughs> he's Spider Man. He's he's basically yeah. Spider Man for that. And super, like, towards the end of season two, going into season three, super smart. Like, these characters yeah. don't have to be, there's not, like, a specific image because you wouldn't think Eraserhead's a hero. you think he's a villain by the way that he looks. Like, no, Shaggy right. hair. Yeah, and then All Might is, like, the pillar. He's the Superman of the show. But then you have all these other ones, like, man, these are heroes or villains. I can't, again, you can't judge a book like uh best genus you can't judge a book by its cover best genus is hilarious best genus is great like that whole outfit like he controls fibers and denim is the strongest so he just basically made his superhero uh get up just based all off of jeans Mm -hmm. and he has (laughs) he has gene puns and everything he's like may your moral fiber and strength yeah. be as strong as your genes. I'm like, yes. Oh <laughs> uh, man, my hero touches touches me in places that I didn't think I'd be touched. Like by this anime when I first started watching, I was like, it, if at all, it wouldn't. I didn't feel like it'd be a ripoff of uh, Naruto or anything like that. But I felt it is like not it, a rip-off. it would be a lesser of those shows, yeah. and it's really not. No, it's, it's the more of a it's more of a tribute to like different yeah. superheroes and mm-hmm. stuff because you can look at it and be like, oh wait, that's this person. Oh, wait, wait, but like like when you say All Might, it's like kind of like Superman. He's like Superman and Captain America yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and he's just like this. He's a Japanese guy who we find out when you see the movie that he he was a foreign exchange student to America. Mm. There yeah. we go. That's so why he, he has all, all the states and yeah. Detroit. Yeah, he cities. named all his moves after all the states and stuff. And his uh, his workout plan for Midoriya in the first episode was called the American Dream Plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then throwing in some wrestling in there. Was yeah. that? Dusty Rose, the American Dream. He, Dusty like every, Rose, yeah. The best things about America he brought back and came up with a smile. And they always show, like, he just saved, like, a hundred-some people and, like, that is the extent that this stuff is serious, but also you have people that idolize heroes in a way that 
inspires them to be something greater than what they could ever exactly. see themselves. And it's not just because, like this like, idolization. And it's not like, and then in my hero, what people like kind of gloss over is that 80% of the population all has a superpower. Not everybody chooses to be a hero, though. Yeah. Because, right. like, everybody has, like, some kind of, like, Midoriya's mom, she can make things float to him. His father, who's not been seen yet, can breathe fire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, it, and then, like, people get married and they have children who have a combination of the quirks and stuff. So, like, everybody has, for the most part, everybody has a power. Like, what but, does Shadow's sister do? What does she have? Who? She has um ice. She has like an ice power too. They talked about it briefly in the manga, but they don't show it. She's like a school teacher. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, we had to. You had a shout out from uh, Richard. He said the one and only Mr. Aaron Powell. He gave us a, a little chat shout out here on Twitch. What uh, up, man? <laughs> so let's do this. Let's take a quick um, break, a little bit of break, and then we'll be right back. And then Monica is going to give us the deets. On my hero, because everybody's like, "What's this?" I'm seeing all these videos in the background. Uh, just know that we love this show, and you will too. We'll be right back. As a woman, I often suffer from having nothing to wear, even when my closet is completely full. When this happens, I know it's time to go to Ripped Apparel, where I can get brand new, unique gear and rep all my favorite shows and characters without breaking the bank. Make sure to use our code BITANIME to get an extra 10% off on all your favorite merch. And brighten your day with a bit of anime. Do you have abilities that you can't control? Quirks that are just haywire running rampant, but you have this yearning to help people and you want to be the best hero you can be? Well, come on down to UA's Research and Development Center. We'll take your measurements, we'll get specs, and we'll design equipment just for you to make you the next symbol of peace. Again, come on down to UA's Research and Development Center today. Man, okay, we're back. And if you're a woman like Monica... You're always running around naked. You need clothes to wear. Ripped apparel. You need clothes to wear? Clothes to wear, yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry. Ripped apparel. Ripped Use our promo code BITANIME at checkout. Get 10% off. And then as holidays come in, uh, I think the highest percentage discount that they gave was like 25% on Halloween. So I'll expect more of that for, you know, Black Friday sales are coming, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Um, they've had some amazing shirts. I still think some of them are Halloween themed right now. But um, with that being said... Monica is wearing... I'm wearing my Pokemon Dragon Ball Fusion shirt. Yes. It, it's a... The Fusion aspect from Dragon Ball is there. And then it's like two Mews forming it to make a Mewtwo. Mews and the Mewtwo. Which makes sense. Yes. So, I, I'm still rocking... It's one of my favorite shirts. Eh, it is, but you need a new Ripped Apparel shirt. I do need a new Ripped Apparel shirt. And you have, like, the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. We Not talk- an anime, but a good 90s cartoon. Uh, I mean, there could be a Spider-Man anime coming. They did X-Men. They did X-Men. Yeah. They did Witchblade as, a, as an anime, so Spider-Man anime. What X-Men did they do as an anime? Are you talking about the 90s cartoons that they ported over? No, no. The They did one as Wolverine, basically. Oh, yes. okay. Wolverine. Like, they did an anime, they did an anime uh, comic series, too, for mm-hmm. the X-Men. Yeah. Uh, I know they had, like, a, a manga that they did. Yeah. That was way weird and different. It was awesome. That's okay. Weird and different is always awesome because it exposed you to something new. Just like Goblin Slayer. Man. Oh, man. Have you started Goblin Slayer, Aaron? No, I have not, but it's on my queue. Okay, it's, yeah. I, it's 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 on my queue because I've heard that one was good, You too, need to be I'm prepared. Like... <laughs> He's prepared. He's already yeah. prepared. Like, be prepared. I'm Episode ready. One. And if you guys are watching at home, we've been playing clips of the sports festival, like, Pretty much. Yeah, this fight's really been. I've been distracted. Oh, no, no, that's fine. But uh, season two was basically about them coming out of the events of season one, which the uh, villains attacked UA High School. Now they're going to the sports festival, and also this uh, covers internships, which lead into season three. So, yeah, it, it's interesting because my hero has done it better than most. They're not. They don't end the arc at the end of a season. They get halfway through an arc, so it continues through to keep you enamored and captured within the moment. To force you to have to come back. Uh, But isn't that what you say Full Metal Panic does? Yes. Full Metal Panic did it way worse in the last one. Yeah, Full Metal Panic does it They even literally wrote it out on the screen. 
But if you want more, if you want more, <laughs> tell us. <laughs> tell us. Make yeah. sure you like us so we can produce more. But I don't think my Hero Academia has quite as much to worry about. I think their following is pretty secure. This pacing is great because, yes. like, the first three seasons, it's still the first year of school. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I'll have to give it, like, like they do not do, the, like, they don't have, like, the filler buff that a, no. a lot of the shonen shows uh, Yeah, they have, like, two filler with. episodes, and both of those are still good and following the story as well, because one was with the internship, ship, and the other was to set up the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it was uh, the only other filler that they had was the kind of beach time swimming pool training right at the beginning of season three. And that was it. it my hero. Yeah, yeah that's it. They, they, that they, wasn't they, fairy tale does that, that kind of same filler. thing. That was more of a recap. That was more of a yeah. recap episode. They, they are too. notorious about that recap because at the very beginning of season one, they had episode 13 and then 13.5. But you right. need it, though. What? You need that recap. Sometimes you do because it did recap the full entire season to get you caught yeah. up on what was mm-hmm. about to happen. So, yeah. And and it's still 20 students in the class. So it's like, okay, you might be watching this for the first time, but we're going to throw 20 people at you plus mm-hmm. another yes. five because they teach you. So you need to know what these people can do. Exactly. Dude. Uh, so what is My Hero Academia, Monica? Ah, My Hero Academia. What is it? It is a, a superhero anime. manga series. Well, it is an anime. Uh, it is a superhero manga series written and illustrated by Kohei uh, Horikoshi. It has been serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump since July of 2014, and there's 20 volumes that have been collected in tankable format. The story follows Izuku Midoriya, also known as Deku, and is a boy who is born without a quirk in a world where they're, um, they're typically the norm. And he still dreams of becoming a hero himself, and he is scouted by the world's greatest hero, who shares his quirk with Izuku after recognizing his value and later enrolls him in the high school for heroes in training, which is the UA Academy. Yeah. And I, I thought that when we find out why All Might chose him, which you find out not just in the first season, you find first, second, and third season why he chose him. Yeah. Because he was awesome. It's different layers. It's different layers to the story. Mm hmm. It is amazing because you're just like, oh, okay. find out in season two that he was also born without a quirk. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> And it's like the world's greatest hero is the same as this kid. And the, but they even say it in the beginning, like, this is my story of how I became the world's greatest superhero. First great hero. Yeah. And is it because of the gift that he was given or is it because of his heart and his actions? I think he was given the gift because he was already a hero. That's oh. what they explain in season one when he when he's like every when he ran to help Bakugo. I feel like that's what you're gonna tell beginning. your kid one day. It's like, Oh, you're already a winner. You don't need that trophy. Yeah, right. and then I'll take the trophy so they can learn what life's like. Oh, that there we Dang. go. It's cold-blooded It's like you here. always have to keep earning a trophy every day. Ooh. <laughs> I'm glad you're not my mom. <laughs> uh, but when we start the festival, what did you expect going into that, Aaron? Oh, uh, when I started the festival, so they explained it. They were like, well, you know, people don't watch the Olympics anymore. So, like, they still have the Olympics go on, but nobody watches them because everybody has superpowers. So, you can't have an Olympics with superpowered people. So, they're like, let's just create our own thing at our own school, which is the greatest school in the world at this point, mm-hmm. and just put our students against each other and, you know, competitions and stuff where, you know, they can't kill each other, but, you know, they possibly they could. And the sports festival is just basically the kids that's going out getting scouted by professional heroes so they can further their careers and being heroes and stuff. Uh, you had people from the hero course, support, and general studies uh, competing against each other. And the people in general studies who did well enough could get transferred into the hero um, course. And they would transfer people in the hero course who didn't do well out. That was one part they kind of glossed over a mm-hmm. little bit, but yeah. that was like a plot point that they introduced and then completely ignored because nothing happened. Right, yeah. because it was only the hero class that made it to the, the tournament at the end, right? It was literally class yeah. 1A that yeah. basically dominated that tournament. It was like two people from like 1B and one kid from the general course. Because uh, Midoriya's first fight was yeah. against the mind control kid. From, he's, from the, he's in general studies. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, support. Uh, May Hatsume from support made it, too, because she was on Midoriya's team in the cavalry race. Yeah. That's right. 
It was, uh, and that's the clip that you guys are watching now, about Midoriya and the guy from General Studies, which they, like, when he starts, when he's like, how did he make it here? They start going back through his records, like, what, wasn't he General Studies and this and that? But yeah. one of the things that they did with this was the reason that Class 1A stood out is because of experience. And right. on a deeper level, people, when you go to college, just because you learn all the information doesn't mean you're going to get a job. You, no. There's different things. That's why you do your internship yeah. and your practicum. Because they had already had that huge battle from exactly. their field they trip. Had, exactly. Yeah, they had the battle at the, at the USJ. They've had, like, basically have combat training and stuff against each other. And they just happen to have one of the most aggressive students in the mm. world in their <laughs> class, which yes. keeps them on their toes. Like, I love Bakugo, but at the same time, I'm like, wow, is he Japan's, like, vision of all the active shooters and stuff we got here in America? <laughs> is he, like, like seriously? He like, raises the bar that. in like, that Bakugo, class. Mm-hmm. Bakugo is, like, a walking, talking YouTube comment section, like, half the time. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, yeah. he's your perfect troll. Calls but at the end kids. of it, he's actually he's actually a real genius, though. When you think about it, he has yeah. like real battle like s- tactic skills in his head. But his he but the thing is, he's a genius and he knows it. Yeah, I no? wonder if a lot of those tactics come from his childhood friendship with Midoriya. Like that's that's I, Midoriya's like number one thing is he knows right. abilities and the powers and. I don't know. Like strategy I feel, that way. I feel like Bakugo is like Tim Drake. Like I'm gonna use my detective skills. Already has it. Yeah, and I'm gonna analyze everything. Where Deku, right. if he would have had a power, he wouldn't have been the same. He was Which, forced to be there. I think Bakugo. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. Bakugo already had power and stuff, and he just lived in that. And while Midoriya basically just was like, well, I don't have power, so let me just figure out how everyone else's work so I can develop strategies to go against them. Because he still wanted to be in the hero course. Yeah. You know, they were, they were taking non-quirk students at that time, uh, and he was still going to try and get in. Mm-hmm. And and we mentioned this earlier. You cosplayed as All Might, so and there was a story yes. that you had with that. So go ahead and let us, let us so know what that story was. I... So I was, um, I got the idea to cosplay as All Might a couple months before I actually did it, and I kept, I kept it very, very tight lipped. I, I think only like three people actually knew that I was going to be All Might, and then I, I finally got the costume, tried it on, and all that stuff, and was like, "Oh, this is great! Let me post this picture because I look awesome in this." And uh, then, the, then the thing came up with, "Well, what am I going to do about my beard?" Am I going to get a blonde wig? All yeah. that stuff. And I, I actually, I have a blonde All Might wig, but like up until like when I finally went to the convention with the costume on, I was always like, do I want to wear a blonde wig? Do I want to like change anything about who I am or whatever? Should I just make the bangs out of like foam and stuff and just go with my natural hair, which is what I ultimately did? Yeah. I uh, did that and I got a comment on Instagram. The comment is gone. Mm-hmm. Con- like the person delete I-, I guess you can delete your own comments on other people's Instagram pictures now huh. uh, the com- the comment is gone but I-, I-, I still see it in my head he's like how are you going to be all might if you're black to which I responded do you have a problem with a black symbol of peace mm. nice you know yeah like, do you have a problem with a black symbol of peace because I get it yes all might is not black he's not white either he's Japanese he just has blonde hair Mm-hmm. Uh, which if you've been to Japan, a lot of people have blonde hair. It's fine. Yeah. But, but yeah, all my, yeah. So he's also a fictional character. Yeah. I cosplay a lot of fictional characters, people who I find something that I see myself in that I have some kind of relationship with. All Might is one of those people, which I explain. Like he's, you know, he's a strong dude, but at the same time, deep down inside, he's just a skinny dude, mm-hmm. you know, which I'm like, I I can feel that, and he's hilarious. Yeah. So <laughs> I dress up as All Might because I like the character. I like his arc. I like where he came from and where he's at now because All Might's story's pretty much ended, like, in season three. I don't want to – because I know a lot of people haven't seen season three mm-hmm. yet. One of the co-hosts hasn't seen season three yet, Ooh. but things get real for All Might in season three. Don't worry, he's still alive. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, really real, though. You said the story worry. ends and he says, like, what? <laughs> Hold on. He's, he's still alive. He's still with us. Don't worry, but 
he's just one of those characters that I was like, oh, I really dig this guy. And there's other characters in the show that I identify with as well that I probably will cosplay in the future. Grand Torino being one of them. Mm. Because finally a character with a beard I can cosplay as. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just he's he's also funny too. And that, those pastries that he eats in the internship are I actually have those and they're delicious. Oh nice. But yeah, ones. so like Ooh, so like good. when people Yeah, people get like with black cosplayers in particular, cosplayers of color always get some kind of backlash from some rando anonymous person on the internet saying that they can't be someone or they can't do this or they can't do that. Meanwhile, every Halloween, we have to continuously tell people not to dress in blackface, you know? And and why is that even still a conversation, you know? But it's, it's one of those things where, like, I cosplay the characters who I like and who I can identify with in some ways and stuff, and it's fun. Yeah. It's fun for me, you know, and that's that's all there is to it. But if you have a problem with a black person dressing up as All Might, do you also have a problem with a black symbol of peace? Because let, let's let's think about it. Most most of the most peaceful people that you can think of are people of color. Yeah, you know when when you think about it, you know, got people like Martin Luther King, got people like uh, to a lesser extent Gandhi, because I have problems with him too. But it's. <laughs> It's one of those things where uh, you go back and you think about all that stuff. You you can think of a few, but not really a lot of them that are not people of color. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. And but also on that uh, note of like cosplaying and identifying with the characters, that's why people get immersed in anime. You identify yeah. with the story. You identify with certain characters, and that's what makes these communities. That's what like it's it's weird because you have people that will go on. VRV, Crunchyroll, Funimation, and watch these shows and be fine, but on any other social media outlet, it's like an argument and a battle. And that's one thing that I like about not only our Facebook page, but uh, Re-Anime Club, Anime Universe. Mm-hmm. You just have nice, in-depth conversations. Um, what else? The um, the Extraordinary Journey of a Black Nerd group. You can have those conversations without having to worry about all yeah. this animosity and saying, well, this character can't be that, because when you do have black characters, like in Black Lagoon, you don't say anything about it. You don't no. say anything about that character. You don't say anything about uh, Castlevania's got an anime now. You're not talking about uh, uh, Dracula. Like, oh, well, you know, he's too dark. He needs to be this. He needs to be that. You can identify with his suffering. You can identify with his anger. You can identify yeah. with something in that show, whether it's Belmont, whether it's Alucard, whatever. And then what anime does, which is sometimes smart, and then sometimes it's like, okay, we, we've done this before, let's just go ahead and just make someone black, is that they'll designate a character who isn't necessarily black uh, mm-hmm. physically, but is always, like, the black person. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like like Piccolo. Mm-hmm. Piccolo. Piccolo has always been the black person in Dragon Ball Z. And with my hero... I, I, I was going about this because there is a black character in my hero that comes out like it's gonna, probably going to be in season four. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm in the manga right now. Yeah, they did introduce a black hero in that, but uh, right now the black, the designated black person, I would say would be um, Fumakaji. Okay, yeah. Um, Dark Shadow for those who, yeah. who don't know, uh, he he's totally totally um, also. Um, uh, Cementos. Mm, yeah, <laughs> he, I mean, he's like Cementos looks like uh, Snitzel from Chowder. That's why I always Yo, remember him. But Cementos got that smooth old black man ponytail and stuff. You know, he got that he got that iced tea ponytail. Yeah, going yes, on. he does. Yeah. Oh man, but you take a deeper look into these shows and these anime and then get immersed in the character and same thing with cosplay people do it because it's fun not because they want to be ridiculed and and micromanaged on every little thing you can you can make um who's it the fantastic nami swan did uh absolutely yeah cosplay and she puts her own tweaks on that's what you're supposed to do everybody's different body types different heights they're not going to be that like hugh jackman was taller than Wolverine. Were they, oh, yeah. Was he going to have like surgery four, and cut right? his legs? People forget that Wolverine is 5'2". Yeah. Like, <laughs> people like, uh, well, he can't be Wolverine. He's too tall. Well, you know what? They don't hire 5'2 actors for superhero roles. You like don't get Hugh they Jackman just... at 5'2". No. No. <laughs> and Hugh no, Jackman was a don't. great Wolverine. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, put a Wolverine out with a Canadian accent if we're going to be really realistic about stuff. Exactly. Like, like, he's from Canada. Let's give him a Canadian accent. That'd be hilarious to me. That's just something that I would like to see. That would be hilarious. But, I would love to see that. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you don't, you got to think about like cosplay is, is the community at its core is supposed to be like this all accepting thing. You know, anybody can do it. You don't have to have a certain type of body type to, to, to be anybody, you know? Uh, it'd be weird if you saw a skinny dude and he was like, yeah, I'm cosplaying as the blob today, but you know, do you if you if you feel like the blob is your character go for it you know you can you can do that yeah i i i i do i do spider-man i do well particularly miles morales is spider-man mm-hmm. but you 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 do the characters who you relate to no matter what your body type looks like because i, I see people when i go to conventions all the time i'm finally on like a down period of conventions and it feels great to have some rest on some weekends and stuff but I see people of all body types, and this this sometimes it's one of the most beautiful things ever. Uh, I see people who have disabilities and stuff still cosplaying because that's what they want to do. That's fun for them. There's um, a charity organization called Magic Wheelchair, yeah. who they oh, make yeah. costumes for children who you know who are in wheelchairs who can't use their legs or anything. They make some of the most beautiful articulate costumes for these children ever and the mm-hmm. smiles on their faces is the greatest thing ever i saw a kid in a wheelchair costume he was a zombie driving like a zombie they made his wheelchair into mm-hmm. like this zombie bulldozer and stuff it was the coolest <laughs> shit. Uh, i saw a little girl who was moana they made her wheelchair the boat from moana uh, and stuff yeah. and they just yeah like nice. It's for everybody. I saw a guy, he had, uh, I don't know what kind, he had a type of palsy, but he was tuxedo mask. Oh, okay, yeah. I asked to take a picture of him. He busted out this perfect tuxedo mask pose. Mm. You know, so it's all about who you identify with and what you can do in regards to cosplay and stuff. It's, it's, It's for everybody. I encourage everybody who wants to do it to do it. I had a saw this little girl who had just broke her leg and mm-hmm. uh, she went to cosplay with her parents as Koga because he had the jewel shard in his legs. Oh, and nice. so she had like her little cast on one leg and she was limping around because Koga did injure his leg in yeah. the show and she was a little Koga. So, I mean, it again, and it's not just kids, it's anybody. You're supposed to, again, identify and then express that i mean that's your costume that's where you can be fearless you can act like this character is giving you hope or giving you um whatever kind of emotional connection to the show that you enjoy watching no matter how old how new it is and that's the way it should be um and one of my friends one of my friends like speaking of like injured legs Mm -hmm. uh one of my friends he had injured his leg he had called me up like I, I contacted him to make sure he was okay. He injured his leg in a motorcycle accident. Yeah. First thing I did, I'm like, hey, dude, are you all right, man? I saw all the pictures of you in the hospital and stuff. You good? He's like, yeah, man, I'm fine. I got an idea. I need <laughs> you to make me a Yamcha costume. Like, he didn't even care oh, about man. his leg. He was just like, yo, I need to be Yamcha for this yep. next convention. Can you make me the costume? So I'm like, yeah, totally. Dude. But are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine, but don't worry. Let's make this Yamcha costume. Like, hey. That is that's that's, that's yeah that's that's, that's deep, good good view to have on yeah, it yeah deep sleeper man when uh, TN crushed TN his leg broke his leg in the tournament in the you know? tournament is nasty and then yeah I remember uh, when uh, after um, Robot uh, Underdog finished their Light of Hope series and then you started yeah. working on your Gohan I st- I I started working that was last Christmas that was Christmas last year uh, I worked on I finished that costume in a day. Mm. Um, I, and I, I I love it. I love every part of that costume because, like, um, shout out to the Robot Underdog people. I'm friends with I'm friends Ruth and mm-hmm. everybody at Robot Underdog. They're, they're like very helpful and stuff. Like they make great great videos. I think they just put Light of Hope back up on their YouTube. If you haven't seen Light of Hope, you gotta go. Uh, that is that is the Dragon Ball film that we deserved. They made that as a <laughs> yes. direct to Dragon Ball Evolution. They was like, no. Don't want to mention they made that a Dragon Ball. They made a Dragon Ball movie we deserved, and it is amazing. It is. Uh, but yeah, I made that costume. Like They put up a tutorial on how to make it on YouTube, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I can do this, you know? And it it was, it was cheap. 
easy, you know, and it took it took hours to make because like the dyeing process and all of that stuff takes time, but I got it done in like twenty four hours though. So. Yeah, and it was nice. I mean, every costume that you post, especially in the sins of me, I'm like, oh, man, I need to get on this cosplay game. Yeah. Cause it, it it's is. like because it I I want my because if you I, I look at where I posted something like a couple weeks ago um, because someone was telling me that they didn't like something about their costume I'm like dude where you are now versus where you were is always the measure that you need to be like mm-hmm. uh, I cosplay as Black Panther and everybody knows me from a very popular Black Panther picture that uh, I had taken on a hike with my yeah. girlfriend and. I, in my home right now, I look at, I have all my Black Panther helmets lined up. I have three of them. They're all three different levels of skill. I look at my first one, which is rough. <laughs> it, is, it is rough. When you look at where I am now to where I used to be, I can see the progress. So, like, yeah. when people say, well, I don't know if this is good enough, it's good enough. Trust me. Because mm. where you where you are now is where you're supposed to be. So all that matters is tomorrow, just get make yourself get better. Yeah. Every day, just get better and better at the craft. Like if there's something that you want to do, the more you do it, you'll get better at it. You know. Yeah, no doubt. And I have to say this: thank you for following. I see you hating followed us on Twitter, so we got a new follow. That brings us to 113. Right. So thank you. They're loving the uh, the vocabulary and the audio gold is coming from this man up on the monitor. Aaron Powell, <laughs> okay. Out of the, out of, I don't want to put this anime against anything else. Out of a score of one to ten, what do you give My Hero Academia? Oh, My Hero Academia, I give it, a, I give it a, a nine actually. Mm, I'll okay. give it a nine because it, it does have room to improve, mm-hmm. but it's a great anime. Like the story itself, it's like it's finally coming together. Like what's going on, like. It starts off like when, when I first when I first started watching it, and I think like my reluctance of watching it came from just thinking like, oh, it's just kids in schools with superpowers. I've read X Men already, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Well, and then I started watching. I was like, oh wait, this there's something else going on. And then I just focusing on one or two people. Like everybody in that classroom gets some shine you know they actually go into why everybody wants to become a hero at some point you know they put them with different groups of people all the time like the final exams and stuff at the end of season two they put everybody with somebody based on a certain characteristic that they have and they put them against a a teacher who's supposed to be the villain in like their final exam based on their relationship with that person or what their problem solving skills might be Mm -hmm. you know it's not a run-of-the-mill class where it's like, oh, everything's going to work out for everybody. No. Students fail. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. students fail the finals. Students fail tests. They rank the students based on their grades and all that stuff. And some of the people who you think should be somewhere aren't. Yeah. Like, uh, they they go through dynamics. Like, everybody in the classroom is like 15, 16 years old. And they act like 15 and 16-year-old kids yeah. on different levels, you know? Particularly Mineta. Mineta, uh, great fresh. Mm-hmm. He's a little yes. pervert. But, you know, every everybody knew a 15-year-old pervert, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Monica, that was you. No, no that's totally Elijah's. No. Yeah. I was, I was, that was that, man, Mineta was me. I'm thinking, like, <laughs> if, I get this, if I get this afro a little bit bigger, I'll tie them up in little balls and stuff. Oh. Purple and stuff. That'll be dope. Yeah, yeah. I already, like, that's how my mind goes when I think of, like, cosplaying and stuff. I'm like, man, I could probably do that in some way. And, you know, what's funny about Mineta, he's such a pervert and stuff, and he's, like, in the, like, the political climate that we're in now in regards to, like, sexual harassment and stuff. I've only seen women cosplay as Mineta. Yeah. Like, literally only see women cosplay as Mineta. And I'm like, all right, that's, I mean, and it's cool. He's a, he's a funny character, you know. Sometimes he goes a little bit too far, but everybody checks him immediately. And so. then we get to see some of his skills later on as well. So yeah. he's not he just not useless. He's not. No. He's not useless. He's not there for comic relief or anything like that. He, he well, he's there for comic relief, but he's he's actually part. Of, he plays a huge part in the movie too. <laughs> like, 
everybody has their part and he has a part in that. And he actually explains why he wants to become a hero too. He was like, I want to get girls, you know? Right. <laughs> whatever reason Which you need. I, mm-hmm. Whatever you need, Grape Rush, you yeah. know? <laughs> Thank you for joining me today in this commercial to help you lead a more healthy and prosperous life. You know what you need? You need my mentor, Gran Torino's Hot Cocoa for the winter season. If you're cool and your bones are chilled, a little bit of hot cocoa will do you some good and maybe make you the next symbol of hope and peace. (laughs) Ha 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 ha! I love watching anime. So do I. I watch it every day. So do I. The first place I go to check out for new anime is Crunchyroll. Yes. Crunchyroll is this like connective world of anime. Crunchyroll delivers content from leading media producers directed to you, the viewers, translated professionally in multiple languages. You also get access to the simulcasts. Yes, and the great thing about Crunchyroll is Crunchyroll is a service that is available for free, but if you want to watch ad-free, all you have to do is become a premium subscriber for $6.99. So if you guys want to watch anime just like Monica and I do, go to Crunchyroll. And what we're going to do now is uh, we're running out of time. So we want to go right into um, the Anime Watch Swap, which normally Anime Watch Swap, Monica and I give each other an anime Mm -hmm. to watch four episodes of, and then we come back and review it on the next episode. But since we have our dear friend and guest, Mr. Doctor, Mr. Doctor from Doctor Strange, Aaron Powell. I know, right? Uh, Doctor Strange. (laughs) We want you to give us an anime to watch and review on our next episode, along with the two from the previous episode, since this was focused on My Hero Academia. Okay. Uh, So this one, this anime, I saw this one on, I think it was a commercial on uh, Crunchyroll right before Mm -hmm. our show started. And I got the Funimation app and started watching it on that. It's called My First Girlfriend is a Gal. My first that, girlfriend. My, my first girlfriend is a gal. Yeah. I watched that. It's got like twelve episodes. It's it's hilarious. It it's another one that's like it's in high school and uh it's, it's set in high school about this geeky kid who's trying to get a girlfriend and he, he's basically starting to outgrow his homies because his homies mm. are like all they're they're all like losers and stuff and yeah. then his friends are just like losers who just don't care anymore like they just start reading porno right right in the middle of class and all that stuff this yeah. is like it's, it's 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 like it's it's not hentai but it's edgy right it's right there on, it's edgy as fuck <laughs> like, <laughs> it's on the line it's on the line it's on that line like it's it's really one strategic tree branch away from, from being crossing. complete full on hentai. Like, mm. but it's it's actually hilarious and it's very self aware at some points too. Nice. <laughs> and we also have, and again, let me explain this because we had a couple people that were confused. Anime watch swap are just me and Monica exchanging anime or our guest that comes on the show, which Dr. Aaron Powell did for us. But then we have the bi-weekly Bito Anime Bento Box where we give you suggestions of anime that we don't think you've seen before. Plus, there's only so much time we have to cover things in the show. So again, Dr. Powell, what uh, what's another anime, either old or new, that you would give uh, to our audience uh, recommendation? Um, Food Wars. Oh yeah, I'm not even gonna argue with that one, dude. Food Boy. Wars is I I like I, I live my neighborhood in Los Angeles is called Koreatown, so I'm surrounded by mm. like ramen restaurants, Korean barbecues, and all that mm. stuff. Mm. So food is a very important part of, it, of everybody's life because we all need it. But Food Wars is just great because they just bounce in and just like all these chefs and stuff. They go to this pre- prestigious chef school and stuff, and it's just it's so good to watch, honestly. It's, it's just watch it and you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. And you do have also, to get through the etchy so at the beginning. Well, there's oh. there's a little bit yeah, there's a little bit of etchy stuff at the I beginning. Want food that yeah. good. At the beginning, it starts off like, all right, what is this going to turn into? But 
Like, like for me, that just adds good. to it now. Yeah, well, Monica, <laughs> Monica's notorious for shows like High School DxD where they're butt naked and stuff. No, so right. she, she wanted the no. she wanted the food and the nakedness, <laughs> and it, that's a perfect combination. No matter what holiday season it is. All you need is a pair yeah. of bouncing double D's. Like well placed steam. Exactly. Do you go love? Do you gonna love my first girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> you gonna you love that? Mm. Uh, also, uh, sales at work. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Like and so scientifically accurate. It's it's great. I remember watching it. He's like, man, they should really play this for like middle schoolers. And I was listening there watching it some more. I was like, no, they really shouldn't. <laughs> like, they can actually learn something. And then like the Middle, uh, high the school. blood and guts come we, up and I'm like maybe we, maybe not middle school so high school hey, then high, high school definitely <laughs> high school <laughs> high school could handle it they could handle it uh give everybody your uh social media the uh and that podcast can be found on apple podcast you'll see that in the yep. link uh remember you can also find me on iHeartRadio on my yes. podcast as well yes 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 the, he got the heart and they put it up on the radio but where can they find you on instagram twitter facebook uh instagram is at your favorite skinny man all one word all the actual words uh Twitter is your fave skinny man as you are F A V skinny man. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Aaron Ram Powell. You can add me there. Um, more than likely, I will add you on Facebook. If you look really unfamiliar or anything like that, you may expect a message from me, but hey, do we know each other? Just tell me where you see me from and I'll add you. It's no problem. Yeah. Uh, just want to just weed out crazy people. That's all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I uh, did, yeah. And Snapchat, Aaron P one two three one. I might post one picture a week on Snapchat. So if you add me there, please don't expect too much content. Uh, my podcast, Aaron Explains the Universe, Stupid Movie Tuesday. My other podcast is going to return very soon. However, I'm going to put that on YouTube. Um, I haven't oh. put, found like I haven't figured out the link on that yet. I'm going to do video for that one. Nice, because because Stupid Movie Tuesday, it still had a place in my heart. It's just I just haven't had the time to dedicate to it. Uh, if you guys want to laugh, oh, huh? so I said if you guys want to laugh, I remember because uh, I used to have my phone just sitting on the um, banister while I take showers and be listening to Stupid Movie Tuesday. Then it roll into Aaron Explains the Universe. Then it roll into like IG and Anime Club, and it's just so hilarious because I think the very first episode that I listened to was the Suicide Squad one. Ew. Dude, I couldn't. I was I was done after that. I cannot wait till the second part of that comes out directed <laughs> by James Gunn because, like, yeah. I, I really like Suicide Squad. I like the movie, but itself, but it was just so inconsistent in certain ways. Like, like if you've ridden in a car with somebody who can't decide on what music to play and just keep changing the station in between songs, that's Suicide Squad. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man! But again, thank you for coming on today's show, Aaron. We got to have you back because I, I can see you chomping at the bits to talk about season three. So you and yes. uh, Richard, I, I cannot wait to talk about. This. Oh, you yeah. need to finish season three, Monica, for real. Um, let's like, go home and finish it today. <laughs> oh, please so you do. You you probably will finish it in a day because like it happened so fast. Like, all right, look, I got to find out what happens next. Like, <laughs> mm. yeah, but we'll we'll have you back on the show. Um, Absolutely. You guys have to follow this man on all the social medias. Look for his cosplay. Uh, the Prince, I, I haven't seen a better Prince yet. Uh, just Prince doing just regular shit at home, doing workout. Uh, I, gotta, I have to bring that back, too, because <laughs> yeah. there's so much regular shit that Prince can do. Like Prince cooking, Prince cleaning his bathroom. Yep. like. This is why Aaron is is Aaron. This is why he is everywhere here at Black and Studios. But again, uh, we got another show coming in. Thank you for coming on today, and um, thank you, Aaron. And we'll catch you around. Cool. Thanks a lot, man. No problem. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And that starts to conclude today's show. Ooh. All my hero Monica got sucked back in episode one by her husband Zach. Had to go rewatch it. Who's a succubus when it comes to anime? And once you get season three, Richard, uh, Aaron will be on, and that'll be a good Monica conversation. <laughs> we we know Monica will be here, but that'll be the episode where things get real because things that happen to All Might, the things that happen in the series. Should we too. do that as like a pre precursor to season four? Yes, yes, we should. So it gives you time, but I know that you guys are going to finish it here before yeah. December. 
Um, but yeah, there's there's nothing else that I can say about the show. Did you have anything? What do you rate My Hero Academia? You know, I go I give it a ten. It has like a nostalgic feel mm. from the artwork, mm. so it reminds me of the old stuff. But the like plot lines gotten more complex to where I'm. I Dude. have no idea what's going to happen in the future with it. So. And that's what you want in anime. That's exactly what I want. I don't want to know exactly what's going to happen just because Perfect. I know the typical You know the typical, the typical recipe yeah. of an anime series. Oh, the typical recipe. I like that. Typical anime mm. recipe. But I'm Elijah 5000. I'm Monica Robinson. And we want to thank you for letting us brighten your day. With a little bit of anime. Mm. Thank you so much for downloading the show. Monica and I appreciate it so much. You could have downloaded it from blackandstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, wherever it is, but continue to show your love and support for downloading the show. And then also share it with your friends. Watch us live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 and follow there on Sundays.